Hey, this is Pablo Gonzalez with Connect with Pablo. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my boy, my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast squad. It is Scott Ferguson and welcome to 2021 and episode 174 with my world-class hype man, my really good friend, Pablo Gonzalez from connectwithpablo.com. And I'm so stoked to bring you uh, this interview that I had with my really good friend, Pablo. Um, he shares a fantastic story about his brother um, and also his journey to really beginning to want to be the person in the room that makes the room better. Uh, he is a world-class hype man. Um, he self-proclaimed that, but I just happen to agree with him. And he's just a fantastic interview. I'm going to shut up right now and just go right into the interview because I'm so stoked to bring you this fantastic, fantastic uh, discussion with my really, really good friend, Pablo. So without further ado, here's my world-class hype man, Pablo Gonzalez. Let's level up. Time to shine today, Varsity Squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and online content is networking on steroids. And I'm a major fail at it right now. I'm going to reframe that. For right now, I'm majorly failing at it, but we're going to bring in someone like Pablo Gonzalez, a networking expert content strategist, to come on and teach us about, you know, leveling up your online content. You know, Pablo is obsessed, obsessed with human connection. He has used his expertise to manage a 120-person, $15 million construction business at the age of 25. If you're looking at this handsome dude, he can't be much older than 25 now. But he builds various young professional groups for charities and has been named a Latino leader of the future by Latino Leaders Magazine, which is a huge, huge accomplishment and a top 20 under 40 for Brickle Magazine. He's the founder and chief executive connector at Connect with Pablo, a content marketing and community creation agency, proving that community creation is the future of business development. He's the host of the chief executive connector podcast, which I'm going to put that in the show notes. So after you listen to this show, go check out his show and also the not your average investor show. And he's an award-winning speaker. This guy brings it. And I'm so stoked to have Pablo on. Pablo, thank you so much for coming on. Introduce yourself to the time to shine today, varsity squad. But what emoji first, what emoji do you use the most while you're texting? Oh man, either either the shaka, right? Like the yeah. the, the little surfer rat yeah. sign, yeah. or like the tilted over crying so hard yeah. that I'm laughing. Laughing. Yeah, I was just gonna say the laughing one. Is it upright or tilted? That's sweet. Tilted, so of bro. course you listen to some shows. What's your favorite color and why? Ah oh, man, I, you know, I'm glad I listened for this, right? Scott, you you ever driven down on the keys? Oh yeah. Yes, sir. That that shade of blue. Mm. Right? Like I know there's like a hundred shade of blues you see when you're driving sure. down there, but I don't know how to describe that like that light shade of blue in the ocean when the sun's like kind of like hitting it and it's right above like a, like a white sandbar. Yeah. And it's just this like really pure, just oh, like, yeah. I don't know how to describe it, man, but it's, it's that. It's, it's beautiful. That yeah. I'm in Juneau beach, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's that, that we get a lot of that blue, but I understand what you're saying going to, you know, driving down through the keys. That is a beautiful blue. It's so chill, but you also know it can be powerful if it really wants to, right? Yeah, dude, I love, I love the Juno beach water, man. I've surfed at the Juno pier a bunch. That Juno pier cafe. I love that hot sauce there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So let's get to the origins of you, Pablo. Let, like, let's get to the start and kind of bring, bring us up into connect with Pablo. 
Yeah, yeah, let's go, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep this concise, my friend. Love it. Because uh, I, I, this is usually like a 25 minute answer, but I'm challenging myself today. Listen, man, <laughs> I'm uh, I've always been obsessed with human connection. I think it comes from number one, being the most American person in my family, right? Like I was born in Venezuela. We we moved to the U.S. when I was a young kid, and and everybody else in my family that I'm related to is just just more more Hispanic than me, right? I'm right, I'm, right. I'm the most American person, um, even though I'm very Hispanic as well. And my first formative memory being walking into this preschool and knowing that I was the only kid that didn't know how to speak English, right? So uh, that that kind of marked me. And in a year, I learned English and we moved to Spain. And then I enrolled in this British school thinking that I knew English and thinking that I knew Spanish, but I didn't understand the British dialect and I didn't understand the Spanish dialect. Right. And, and, and it just never, from there on out, I've just been obsessed with how to belong, how to make sure that people around me feel like they belong. And that's just really my origin story, man. Professionally, I had this 15-year career in the construction industry where I went from a Fortune 500 company as an executive in training, taking over an operation at at 25, uh, becoming a green building expert uh, out in my time in California out there, coming back to Miami, starting a green building company, uh, getting acquired by my biggest client, becoming director of sustainability for a hospital builder. Uh, at this point, I came up with this I got really involved in the community, right? I started those young professional groups. Sure. Uh, that taught me something about how to bring people together and how to lead with value to accomplish a mission, which was to get these young professionals to volunteer at these organizations. I started applying that for business development uh, by leveraging stages. And I don't want to get, I, I think we're going to dive deeper into this, but that, and then I just didn't shut up about this theory for a while. That allowed me to become the, uh, VP of business development for a startup software for Amazon sellers up in Jacksonville. I partnered up with this guy, spent the year there, proved my thesis of community creation. Uh, now, outside of just the geographical confines of a community, I proved it online. And then after that year, I, I, I found what I was looking for. I had proved my thesis. I took a little bit of time off. I took this like 90-day purposeful pause to distill all these lessons and figure out where I want to be in 10 years, reverse engineer. That's where I come up with the language of community creation is the future of business development. And since then, brother, I have just been iterating and building this marketing machine that I believe is is really where everybody needs to end up being, right? Like designing and executing these content creation plans that allow business owners to create this gravitational ball of energy that draws their potential clients closer to them. It builds relationships with their already existing clients, nurtures everybody in their ecosystem um, while you know creating this community around their business and serving people at a mass scale without being salesy, without being anything like that, you know, just frictionless nurture um, and only making them, you know, it only takes the business owner like two to three hours a week because I take care of the strategy uh, and everything else, man. And it's all about repurposing content, being out there 24-7. I love that, that you said that you actually take a lot off the plate because that's something that I, you know, uh, am blessed to not have time to do in a sense, because I'm serving others, uh, you know, on a consistent basis. That's fantastic. You do that. So what do you think makes good online content? Everything that makes for how you connect with people makes good online content, right? And, and I think the issue, what people see out there is that they are being told what online content is by marketers and by people that have come up as, you know, trying to do sales, trying to do marketing and, and like reverse engineering all these old ways of 
you used to only get one at Batman. Like you used to get like one press release to maybe get in the in the newspaper, maybe get a spot on TV. <laughs> yeah. So you you overthink a lot of these things, man. Whereas if you can create an ongoing relationship now that is driven by the same thing that builds relationships, right? Which to me, the two key drivers of building a relationship real quick is adding a little value to someone's life or sharing a vulnerability with someone, right? Like those two things bond people real, real quick. So if you can take this systematic approach of allowing yourself to be vulnerable enough to ask people how they can help you with that, and then putting that out there at scale, that makes great online content. And then, and then there's the tactics of it, right? Like every, every social media medium has a preferred format that's going to help you get the attention of the people. People are scrolling the length of the Eiffel Tower every day on social media. So you got to create, <laughs> yeah. So you got to create a thumb stopping experience, right? And, and the way that you get someone to stop on your content for more than three seconds varies from context to context, but it's all about, you know, how you can hook someone in order for them to hear your story and then, and then the rest, and then the rest is, you know, what you got to offer and how, how everything goes. Right. Love it. So if I'm at a networking event and we're allowed to do that here a little bit in South Florida area, um, as we make it through our uh, COVID time and quarantine whatnot, but like, is there any good, like, what are people saying to me that would make them a great introduction for, as a prospect, possible client or referral for Pablo? They're telling you that they know that they need to be online more, right? Like they, they now in COVID, they have been building their business, going to networking events and shaking hands. And now that that is limited, they realize that they need to have a, a much better online presence, but they hate spending 20 hours a week looking at their phone thinking, uh, what am I going to say? Do I look like a douche? Or, you know, or, or, <laughs> or being the person in the office that when their employee does something great, showing up and be like, do that again so I can videotape it, right? Like right, that, right. people hate that, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Nobody, I don't like doing that. Like I, right, I right. love being on camera, but I, I still feel stupid when I'm talking to my phone in public. <laughs> right? So, right. so I, would say, I would say somebody that is trying to figure out how to create a networking machine for themselves, like they normally have had through a chamber of commerce or, or, or another kind of organization that they're used to, if they want to create that for themselves online and they don't want to, or they want to be the Gary Vee of their industry, but they don't know what to say when they turn on their phone and it's taking them way too much time, uh, I can take that all off your plate. And that's the first big win is I give people their time back when they're trying to accomplish that. Love that. The rest just becomes this like self-feeding ball of sales machine. Love it. And so as you're bringing in people into your program, we'll call it a program or whatnot, your system, is there any good question that you wish they would ask you but never do about online content marketing and what they should be doing? You know, I think people, I think people are pretty good about asking the question of online content. I think that I think the I think the question they need to ask themselves is who is my clientele? And what do they need? You know, how can I help them? Right. So within that answer, your product is one of those equations, right? Like what you have, what you have to offer them should be, should fall into that. Therefore, it should make up a bucket of what your online content should be. What people fail to ask is what else does my client need? What else does my dream customer need? And who do I have at an arm's reach 
that I can introduce them to just like in real life, right? right like right. who do I have at arm's reach that I can introduce them to that will help them? And if Love you can it. take inventory of the people you're trying to serve and what they need and the people that you have around you, including the people you're serving and the value that each person has and that and what that value can be valuable to your clientele, you put that up on a stage and you serve from one to many, right? Okay. It's it's the same thing that Chambers of Commerce is doing, whatever, but now there's stages everywhere, right? Like your YouTube channel, your podcast, your Instagram feed, your Facebook, your LinkedIn account, they're all stages. Your email, they're all stages where you can put somebody's value that you know other people are seeking on it and communicate it one to many. And when you take the, the approach of being the stage as opposed to being the star of the stage, now you're seeing this like exponential growth that's that huge. starts to happen for everybody. Wow. Yeah. Cause you're being the stage, you're the content that they want to see will come to the surface. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love that. So you've talked about vulnerability. Sure. Some of yours. I'm glad you asked this, man. Because coming into this, coming into this podcast, Scott, I got I got my friend, my friend Cameron's back here in in, in the background hanging out because because I was picking his brain about this. I I'll, everything that I'm doing right now, I didn't realize it at the time, but it comes from my brother's passing six years ago. Sorry, yeah. And no, it's cool, man. I appreciate it, and. I struggle with, so, so here's the circumstance, right? My brother is eight and a half years older than me. He's always been my North. He had always been my North star. And for better or for worse, I would always kind of peg myself against that. Right. Like I'm like, well, I'm doing better than him at 25 or whatever. Right, 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 right. Which is stupid, but it is what it is. This is what it is. Um, Yeah. And, and, but also I've learned a ton from him, right? Like I knew like what to do and what not to do. I, I had that advantage as a younger brother. And when my brother passed away, I also didn't give him credit for a lot of things. And 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 when my brother passed away, 1,200 people showed up to his funeral. Wow. Right? And at that moment was when it really dawned on me the benefit of community, right? Like the idea that the most powerful thing is this like support of the village of each other and, and how you can all help each other out, right? Oh, yeah. So that dawned on me immediately. And right after that, what started really hitting me, and I got goosebumps. This is probably the first time I, I, I'm not actually choked up when I'm telling this story. But I had person after person reach out to me to tell me that, you know, my brother was this guy that every time he was in a room, it was better, right? Like oh. he was this guy that brought people together. And as someone who has always valued that more than anything and, and known that that is what people see in me and what I value the most and how I branded myself my whole life, I never gave him credit for that, Scott, mm. right? So, so my mind went to what else am I missing in other people? How much further can I go into this whole idea of if I am here to serve and my best way to serve is by recognizing people's values and putting them in front of people that need that value. And I missed it in my older brother. You know, what, you know, who have I not forgiven? Who have I not given credit for something that they did for me in my life? Who have I underestimated? If I'm able to underestimate this dude sure. that I thought was the best man at my wedding, right? right. And, and, and the vulnerability, Scott, comes in the idea that I want to share that story more. But I, I feel that it cheapens, I don't know, you know, I feel this like guilt of like talking about it because no. I don't want to be like, I don't want to be this guy that comes on stage like, hey, my brother died, look at me, bro. You know, like right. that, I, I, I struggle with that big time, man. 
No, it, and I appreciate the transparency. I the same thing. My little brother died. You, I was eight years older, and it's like, oh, wow. you know, it, 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 I, I get the what the brotherly love, you know, kind yeah. of thing because I was him to how your older brother yeah, was. No, exactly, you. exactly. You know what I'm saying? He, he would always tell me, you know, be like, hey, look where I'm at when you, I'm like, little shit. You know what I'm saying? Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm glad you're transparent. I'm, I'm happy to hear the vulnerability out of that. And thank you for sharing, brother. So, and, and Scott, you, if I can, if I can explain yeah. something there, right? Yeah. Like right now you sharing that with me, dude, mm-hmm. I, I like you 10 times more, right? Like I'm like, yeah. I'm like oh, now now I shows see. it. I see my brother in you, you know, like, yeah. I, like I see these things. And to me, that is that thesis of like, if you have shared a vulnerable, if we share the same pain, point, yeah. right? Like veterans bond because they've been through the Absolutely, same. Absolutely. We do. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. so, so, you know, it, it just, it, it just proves that whole idea of it's this very, you know, powerful connection tool, man. So like, Absolutely. why not lean into it? Love it. Love it. Love it. Lean into it. I love that. Love it. So how do you want your dash remembered then? Since we're kind of going down this road, that that little line in your between your incarnation date and your expiration date. How do you want Pablo's dash remembered? Oh, man, exactly how I remember my brother, man. And I and I swear to God, I never thought I would say that before. But it's become, it's really in the last, in the last three to four months, I, I've really just been like, man, I really. I, I want to be seen as he was seen, you know, right. like I, I want to be, I want to be seen how everybody else saw him except for me. Right. I and, love that. Uh, and, and I want people to, you know, reach out to the people that, that, that love me and say, man, that guy brightened up every room. That guy brought everybody together. Love that. Love it. And that, that's what you're doing too, man. You're living that legacy with, with that. And, you know, so what, what's one thing, you know, for sure. Man. One thing I know for sure is that the human being is the quintessential social animal. We didn't we didn't get to the top of the food chain because we are the strongest, we're because we're the fastest, because we got the sharpest teeth. We got to the top of the food chain because at some point one caveman looked at another caveman and said, Let's work together, take down this woolly mammoth, and we can eat for a month and then worry about right. us. <laughs> you know, love it. I, I was just listening to a past episode of your podcast with Frank, right? Like Frank Agin, who oh, like, yeah, yeah. love him. Networking Yoda, right? Like that guy's a beast. Yeah, love him. Uh, my favorite networking podcast, by the way, Networking RX. Shout yes. out to Frank. Fantastic. And he tells that story of like the birth of civilization being the moment that they, you know, anthropologists crediting the moment that they found a healed femur as the birth of civilization, because in the animal kingdom, no animal survives that because you're just left to die. So like right. somebody has to take care of you to get through that, man. I just, I wholly, wholly buy into that, man. Yeah. And like humankind, human beings, human doings. Love it. Love that. So since you've listened to the show, I, I, I really got to ask you here, let's get in that uh, DeLorean with Marty McFly. You let's know, let's go back to the 22 year old Pablo. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on him? to help him level up, shorten his learning curve? And also, would he listen? I think the 22-year-old Pablo will, would listen to what I'm about to say right now. Okay. And it's the idea that the people that love you the most have a different set of priorities for you. They want to keep you safe. They're not trying to incentivize your growth, which inherently means pain and, and, and going through some really d- uncomfortable stuff, right? Like, I... I look at everything I'm doing now, man. I, you know, it's funny you call it's, I love being on the varsity squad, first of all, right? Cause I never made, I never made a high school varsity team, right? And I'm, 
I'm this like frustrated athlete uh, that like, I, I love to compete, man, but I just don't have any short twitch muscle fiber in my body. <laughs> but, but what I was, I was really good at, like I had this big propensity for the performing arts and it was completely squashed by my parents. Right. Like I, I, and I'm, I love my, my parents are amazing, dude. Like I, my, my mom is the super connector of all super sure. connectors that I model myself after. Right. But when I showed up in ninth grade and they gave me the lead role in the school play over like a senior, mm-hmm. uh, she immediately was like, you're out of drama. You need to go to study hall. Like, that's not what guys do. You know, like you need to play tennis and study and you're going to be an executive. Right. And like right. every time that, that I would lean into this, <laughs> another, another moment that explains this, I, uh, I quote Ace Ventura at least once a day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And when that dawned on me, I told my mom, like her response was like, I, I wish you could quote the Shakespeare, you know, like, I'm like, mom, you know, you know, so, so leaning into leaning into my gifts, right? Like leaning into, I was always groomed to be this executive, but I, I don't really, that's never really what I wanted. So like I lived my 15 years in construction thinking that I was going to be this like big company executive guy. And, and really what I am is just a world-class hype man, (laughs) you know, Love it. And, and I, and I needed to build something around that skill set, something, something around, um, those things. And there was multiple times in my life from 22, when I took that job in the construction company through a time when I almost quit to go sell solar panels to another, you know, there's, there's multiple moments where I was like, man, this doesn't feel right. And I want to go do something else. And I got tacked down from it by my dad, who is a world-class businessman in his own right. And he was just like, no, 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 this is the path. This is like the safer path. When, when in reality, I think he was just protecting me. Right. Which is they cool. Do that. That's, yeah. that's, what a dad, that's what a dad does. But yeah. like, until I, until I started listening to Gary Vee in like November, 2017, yeah. that idea of the people closest to you, not being aligned with your incentives and that being okay was something I never could. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Once you see that, I mean, my family is the same way They're you know, they're raised sharecroppers in Alabama and stuff like that. And I'm the only entrepreneur in our family, period. And at first it was like, oh, what do you want to do that for? And money is evil. And then then it was, they started seeing the success. They still were like that crab in a bucket, you know, where they're like, you're trying to get out and they're kind of pulling you back in for safety. But, you know, it's in, a, in when I was started feeling some of that success, I was kind of like, well, look what I did. Now it's about humble and being like, thank you for actually doing that for me because it gave me a different perspective. I love it. So Pablo, what's three things you can't live without? Three things I can't live without, man. I can't, I can't live without hanging out with people. <laughs> community. I was going to say, you better say community. Yeah. You know, man, I, I can't, I can't live without that like interaction with somebody, right? Like I, I, I can't live without some connection to outdoor spaces, right? Be it the ocean or mountains or something right. like that. For me in my life, it's been the ocean. Um, and man, I, I can't live without my family, bro. Like I really love it. I really love my family, man. Like I, I feel real blessed. I can it. feel it. I can, it's yeah. coming through your voice. It's coming through your passion and emotion. I love that, man. Thank, Thank you. you for sharing that. So as we level, wind things down just a little bit here, Pablo, we have our leveling up lightning round 15, 20 minutes. We could talk in each one of these topics or uh-huh. questions, but you got five seconds, no explanation. I mean, none. Okay. We're getting this ding thing. My producers like we're going to set up because people just want to talk about it. We can cover things that we feel after it, but five seconds. You ready to rock? Let's go. All right, let's level up. What is the best leveling up advice Pablo's ever received? You never start a conversation with anybody. You simply can join a conversation going on in someone's head. 
Love it. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. I am always, always, always speaking out about what I'm passionate about, man. It's yes, this giant are. bat signal that attracts love them it. to me. Not connect with Pablo.com, not time to shine today.com. My shameless plug. What's a website you like to go to to level up? Man, the the Gary V anything Gary V's doing, man. Love it. Love it. Not the book you're reading now, not the flavor of the month, but if I'm on my doldrums, I'm like, man, and you're like, Fergie, read this book. What is it? The Road Less Traveled by M. Scott Peck. Love it. Yes, yes, yes. So if you could be physically, physically one age for the rest of your life and still collect wisdom, what would it be physically? This. Bro, I'm, okay. I turned I turned 40 in a month, man. I've never been in better shape. I've never been Love happier. It. I've never been. I'm at the peak I'll of my I'll allow power. you to say that because people that are watching, you got this handsome dude down there. It's in shape and he brings it. Other people that are old, I'm like, dude, you want to be 32. Shut up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what is your favorite charity and organization like to give your time and or money to? Man, I believe so much in this. Right now, it is Rethreaded and Best Buddies are the two ones that I'm most involved in. The Rethreaded is a local one that, Okay. rescues people from uh from um human trafficking love it thanks for thank you for saying that and last question what's the best decade of music 60s 70s 80s or 90s i mean isn't it isn't it what the answer is whenever you're a teenager right yeah, like right. I, I, it's it's the 90s yeah. right like i love hip hop. <laughs> you're nice yeah i love uh, grunge rock i love yeah, punk rock but like no effects yeah. like that that le- that yeah. age of punk rock that age right. of metal right like all that stuff man love it i love yeah. it i love it i love it so how can we find you, Pablo? Connect with Pablo. That is me everywhere. Connectwithpablo.com. Uh, that'll send you to all my social media channels, my my podcast, the Chief Executive Connector podcast is my baby, man. Like I I'm 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 starting to do some like weird stuff on there, like, <laughs> like you were talking yeah, about. Like, it's awesome. These like pep tracks, but it's uh it's like this like living document of you know how I you know, this embodiment of the Ralph Waldo Emerson quote of in my walks, every man I meet is in some way my superior and in that I can learn from them, right? It's like how to learn from people and how to grow. Learn from people and grow. Leave us with one last knowledge nugget that you want us to take with us, internalize and take action on Pablo. Yeah, man. Uh, You know, people don't connect with, follow, do business with, learn from people that they understand. They connect with, follow, do business with people that understand them, that they feel understand them. Love so, it. you know, at the end of the day, man, that that sharing your vulnerability piece, the adding value to someone's life, you know, it's all about being the best listener you can be and looking at what, trying to figure out what people's priorities are, figure out where you are aligned with them and then offering, offering them the choice to align with you in the things that you're clearly aligned with. And, and to me, that's just like the system of creating. Relations. You are, you're a hundred percent go-giver. You're so transparent and squad, you know, Pablo's obsessed with human connection, how to belong and how to make others feel like they belong. He's going to remind you to lead with value to accomplish project projects and how you connect with people makes good online content, you know, create an ongoing relationship and add value and share and vulnerabilities through. And Pablo can show you how to do that. You know, Pablo made a point, which I thought was pretty awesome, that people scroll the Eiffel Tower, the length of the Eiffel Tower pretty much daily. And what Pablo's company will do is he will create thumb, thumb stopping content. 
which is fantastic. So if you want the introduction to Pablo, which I hope you do, please reach out to me. I'll make that personal introduction. You know, he wants to create an online networking machine to help you level up your business in your life. You know, you want to ask yourself who your clientele is and how you can help them. Instead of starting with me, 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 ask who your clientele is and how you can help them. You know, he wants to, you to serve from one to many. He wants you to be the stage instead of what you're talking from the stage, be the stage, be that content for them. You know, and his brother, fantastic story. You know, he wants you to try to be like his brother and try to be the person that when you're in the room, the room gets better. You know, he, he reminded us that human beings are the quintessential social animal. He made a great point of there's actually bones that are dug up that are healed, broken bones. And the only way they could have been healed, it was someone helping that human being. And that's what Pablo is all about, is helping people. You know, and the people that love you the most may have different priorities from you, but don't let that stop you. If your heart and your passion is pulling you someplace, there are support systems like Time to Shine today, and also Pablo, that'll help you level up through that time. And then lean into your gifts. In Pablo's gifts, is he, he is a world hype man. And we have him here. He levels up his health. He levels up his wealth. I love this guy to death, man. He's fantastic. And we, we're going to do some collaborations with Pablo. So thank you so much for coming on, brother. Dude, that was so impressive, man. Thank you. That was amazing. Thanks. Awesome. Have a great day. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561 249 7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.